You're listening to the Epic Living Podcast with Jim Simcoe. I'm Jim Simcoe, and I'm here to help you make your life epic. So let's get rolling. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Jim Simcoe. Welcome to the Make Life Epic Podcast. I hope you guys are doing fantastic. It's the beginning of January, so hopefully you got through the holidays okay, and you're starting off your new year with a bang and things going fantastic. So anyway, uh, fantastic apparently seems to be the word for the night for me. I keep saying that. So, uh, and I want to thank all the listeners from all around the world who are checking out the podcast. I actually was looking this up earlier and saw that we have listeners from Australia, obviously America, the UK, a bunch of countries in Africa that I didn't know about, a bunch of countries in Asia that I didn't know about. So I was just super, super stoked to hear you guys, um, uh, are listening in. So thank you. Thank you so much for checking out the show. And if you're ever in San Diego, give me a call. And Stefan, I know you from, uh, I believe, Sweden, you'll be in California at some point because I got your email and I would love to meet you and your family if you do make it down to San Diego. I'll take you out for some fish tacos. As you know, I love fish tacos. So let's get going. So today I am talking about 11 tips for a better relationship. And this is advice for couples. So if you are in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship, these are things that I have found to work um, largely based on uh, my own experience and friends and family and, and people I've worked with and coached with, uh, experiences that they've had, both what works and what doesn't work. So this is, uh, uh, regardless of where you are in your relationship, whether you've been married for 13 years like me, or you just started dating somebody, it doesn't matter what it is. So the, I'm going to get right into it. So let's get right into it. 11 tips for a better relationship. The very first tip is to communicate and connect. So what I mean by that is it's very easy in a relationship to just kind of uh, zone out when your partner's there talking to you. And what I'm going to ask you to do is to listen to what they're saying and actually hear what they're saying. So there's a big difference between listening and hearing, right? So sure, I can hear you talk, but I might have no idea what you're talking about. So the key there is, is for me to be able to listen as well. So listen and hear, and really to think of your partner, really the way, what really changed for me is to start thinking about my partner and my wife as being my best friend first. And so, you know, like when you're with your best friend and you're usually pretty fully engaged with what they're talking about, you're, you're not just thinking about what you're going to say, but you're listening to what they're saying. You're not just hearing them, but you're listening. So think of your partner as your best friend. I mean, this is the person who sees you nude more than anybody else, right? So they probably should be your best friend. So think of them as your best friend first. And you know, I think that's a, a great tip and a great way to really be able to connect and communicate with your partners, thinking of them as your best friend first. And really, the other piece of that is to, I read this somewhere where they talked about being interested rather than being interesting, so be interested in what your partner is saying, what they're talking about, rather than just working and, and trying to be interesting. So communicate and connect. Very first, most important tip of a good relationship is to be able to communicate and connect with your partner. Second thing is to never take your partner for granted, okay? So whatever you can do, um, don't take him or her for granted. Appreciate all the little things and all the big things that they do for you on a regular basis. And again, I look at my own example. So I work all day and I come home, usually after doing CrossFit. And usually when I get home, Kelly and the girls are ready for dinner and Kelly's made a really nice, uh, you know, scrumptious dinner for me and the girls. And I really appreciate it. And I really try to expre express to her that, you know, like I really do appreciate the fact that, you know, that she makes dinner every night 
and then it's ready when I get home. And then I, and I can, you know, after being so hungry, after leaving CrossFit, I can leave and come home and there's an awesome dinner waiting for me. And you know, it's not a huge thing, but it's something that's really, really meaningful for me. So try not to take your partner for granted, all the great things that they do for you or the great things about them. So try not to take them for granted. Try to be engaged with the, with the, what they're doing and make sure you're showing, um, uh, you know, your appreciation for what they're doing. So that's number two. Don't take them for granted. Third thing, and this will be great for any of you people who are competitive to extent, uh, like I am is to be the best spouse, you know, the best boyfriend, best girlfriend, um, in comparison to your other friends and the people, you know, now, so this probably isn't the typical woo-woo advice that other people are gonna give you. They say, you know, like everyone is the same and you know, you shouldn't really compete with people. Um, I think in this circumstance, it's okay. So like when I go to a party, you know, we go to a, a party with our with my wife and uh, I wanna be the best husband there. Like I want, I wanna be able to look around and be like, okay, that dude's a goofball because he drinks too much. That guy's a goofball because he doesn't pay attention to his wife. You know, I do this better than that person. So I'm always thinking, you know, like, you know, how do I stack up with everybody here at this place, at this party? And you're going to do it too. So when you're in a relationship, look around and whether you're, you know, a guy or a girl, look around and maybe like if, you know, if you're a woman, you look around to all the other uh, wives or girlfriends and think about like, okay, well, how do I, how am I in comparison to these people as a partner to my partner? And it really starts, you know, making you shed, you know, will shed some light on not just your relationship, but where you are in your relationship and what you're doing in your relationship and the good things that you're bringing to the table and probably some things that, you know, that aren't um, as good. And I know that I did this um, the very beginning of our relationship once we started having kids. And I, quite frankly, I don't think I was the best husband in the room a lot of times um, because I was, you know, a little bit distant and just, you know, sort of overworked and, you know, whatever. Um, but it's something that it's, it's an interesting exercise to have with yourself um, when you go to a party or you, or you think about your groups of friends, say, okay, well, where do I stack up compared to everybody else? Am I, am I like kind of near the top? Am I kind of near the bottom? And what would have to change for me to be near the top? So see where you stack up. And again, this is probably one of the, one of the places I'll tell you that it's probably okay to be, com be competitive and see what, you know, see where you land. Number four, I'm going to roll right through these two tonight is to don't, this is probably um, uh, one of my most difficult ones is to not to shut down during an argument. So a lot of times you can get in an argument with your partner and, you know, as guys, we tend to shut down and I'm generalizing and generalizing and stereotyping. I'm middle, there's probably tons of women who shut down as well. Um, but I know me personally, I tend to shut down if I'm in an argument because I, I don't like conflict. I like to avoid that shit as much as I possibly can. So if you're anything like me, you know, you have a tendency to, to shut down. So if you're shutting down in an argument though, the biggest challenge though, is when you're not really giving your partner any feedback, right? You're basically in the middle of, you know, in the middle of the argument and, and your partner is engaged and all of a sudden you just withdraw and you just back away. And so that your partner doesn't know what to do with that energy and with that, uh, with the consequence of you just leaving the argument. So a better way to handle that is to tell your partner like, look, I can't handle this right now and I need some space. Let's get back, you know, let's talk again in half an hour or let's talk again in an hour. Do whatever you have to do, but at least acknowledge to your partner that you recognize that you're shutting down, 
you know, they obviously see that you're shutting down too and that you need some space and you'll come back to it in an hour. I know that once I started doing this, this, this made a huge difference in my relationship because again, um, you know, I'm not really into conflict. So when we would get in arguments and I would say like, okay, if I was just starting to shut down, um, on the times where I, I, I didn't say anything, I know that it left, uh, my girlfriend, my wife now, um, really, really frustrated and also probably a little bit scared and a little bit worried because she didn't know like who the hell she was dealing with. Right. But once I got to a point where I could say like, look, I'm, I'm losing my mind right now. I, I can't deal with this. I need half an hour. I need an hour, you know, come back. Um, cause I, I can feel myself shutting down. Then it's okay. Then it's okay. Because at least you've said it, you know, you've said it to your partner and hopefully they understand what you're talking about and, it, and, and they give you the space to go out, clear your mind. Um, you know, do what you need to do and come back to it with a, with a clear head. But that's the biggest thing is to, you know, is to not shut down in the middle of an argument and along those lines. And, and I'm not going to talk a lot about, uh, arguing and stuff like that, but number five relationship tips, and this is a very common misconception, but number five is, 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 is that it's totally okay to go to bed mad. Now I know this flies in the face of any other relationship advice you've ever heard, whether it's, you know, Dr. Phil, Oprah, whatever, but I'm going to just tell you right now, those guys are just flat out wrong. Okay. Cause if you think about it, going to bed mad, right? If you are arguing and the argument's going nowhere, you're both tired from your day, you're cranky, you know, you've, you've done a hundred emails, you've done every task, you took care of you know, you fed the dog or the kids, if you have kids and the cat, if you have cats, uh, whatever, you know, you've had a long day, right? And now you're in an argument. Well, guess what? That's the worst time to try and resolve something or try and fix something. It's not bad to go to bed mad because you'll wake up with a new perspective. And, and usually in the morning you wake up refreshed, you got a new outlook and you know, you just feel better. You feel energized. I can't tell you how many times uh, we've gone to bed mad about something super silly. And then we wake up the next day and we look at each other and we just kind of start laughing and it, and it's over. So there's no reason to continue arguing just to solve an argument at night when you're probably at your worst and you're at your most tired. So I'm going to tell you, go ahead, go to bed mad. Totally, totally fine. All right. Number six, this one is, uh, this one's key. I've seen this one a lot. There's two. Uh, relationship tip is to don't cheat. So don't cheat emotion, emotionally or physically. Because at the end of the day, when you really, when you cheat your, on your partner, what you're doing is you're really cheating on yourself, right? Like you're really saying, I can't hold up my end of the relationship. So I'm going to go be with this other person. And, and you really break the ideal, uh, and the commitment that you've made to, to yourself to living a certain way. And, you know, so it's better to leave the relationship before you cheat. And there's, and there's different kinds of cheating, right? So there's physical cheating, obviously, you know what that is, but there's emotional cheating too. That's like, if you're spending a ton of time with someone of the opposite sex or someone that you're attracted to, um, and you have feelings for them and, and you're not being honest with, uh, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. And I think one of the biggest tests of this would be right now is if you, if your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend picked up your phone, read through all your text messages, read through all your emails, read through all of your Facebook messages and everything you have on Facebook and everything you have on Instagram, would that be okay with it? 
Like, would they be totally fine with it? Or would they be like, whoa, wait a minute, you say this to your friend and you say this to, to this girl or to that girl or, you know, to this guy, that guy. So don't cheat emotionally. Don't cheat physically. Way better to leave the relationship than it is to cheat. Way, way better. You might as well just leave the relationship. It's not worth it. All right, number seven. Keep the fights clean and the sex dirty. And I love this one. I've read this one somewhere before. I wish I could take credit for saying that, but I can't. But uh, I love it. I think it's fantastic. So when you're in a fight, you know, don't bring up past fights. Don't bring up past problems or, you know, you did this 10 years ago, whatever. Don't bring up their ex. Don't do any of that. Fight fair, argue fair. You know, don't all, all the other big thing is don't call each other names. You know, when you call each other names, it's the biggest sign of contempt. And contempt is also the biggest sign of relationship failure. So people who are doomed to fail in relationships are the ones who call each other names and say, you know, you are a B-I-T-C-H or you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E. Wow, I had to think a lot to try and spell those two out. But anyway, so don't call each other names. Keep the fights clean. Dirty it up in the bedroom, though. Go nuts in the bedroom. You know, make sure you're both into it. But yeah, go as creative and as kinky and whatever else as you want. That part, that's the that's the area to really let loose. But when you're arguing and you're fighting is not the time to do that. All right, enough about that. Number eight, do not dwell on the negative, okay? I'm gonna tell you, do not dwell on the negative. There are two facts of life, immutable facts of life. These are guaranteed, I promise you, I don't know, I, I may not know you personally, and you may be one of the listeners you know, in Australia, in China, or wherever, but I know these two things about you right now. One, you are awesome. I know it for a fact. You are an awesome person. Number two, you are far from perfect, my friend. You are just like me, far from perfect. And because of this, don't dwell on everything that your partner does that drives you nuts, okay? There's no reason to. There's absolutely no reason to because you're better off focusing on what your partner does that's awesome. Focus on what he or she does that's awesome. And what do they bring to your life? What are they doing? Are they bringing out the best in your life? What are they doing to contribute to the to the awesomeness of your life? Don't worry about the small things. So if you're if you're with someone who who's consistently late, five, 10, 15 minutes late all time, and it just drives you nuts because like me, you like showing every place you go early, you like being there five minutes early. Well, don't dwell on that, okay? Just realize it's something you're probably gonna have to be, you know, you're probably gonna put up with because if that person is awesome to you in every other way and you've got a great relationship, then there's no reason to dwell on the negative. So focus on the positives in your relationship. You know, when you focus, whatever, I really do believe whatever you focus on and whatever you're thinking about expands. So if you're always focusing on the negative, then that's really what's gonna expand in your life. So focus on the positive things that they're doing that, you know, that are awesome. And don't dwell, don't worry about the negative. Life is too short to worry about the negative. All right, number nine. Understand in your relationship the difference between understanding and acceptance. So what is the difference between understanding and acceptance of your partner? So I'm gonna use my own relationship here for a second as the example to illustrate this point, okay? So as you may know, I play football. I love watching football. I love watching NFL football. And I'm a, I'm a, 
New England Patriots fanatic. Love him. And during playoffs, I watch football on the weekends whenever the games are on. My wife does not like football. Kelly doesn't like it. She probably doesn't even understand it. She never watches it. She probably thinks it's completely idiotic and stupid um, for me to watch football. Okay. The thing is though, even though she does, doesn't understand why I watch football or what I get out of watching football, she accepts it. So she takes it as, Hey, that's just one of the weird things that Jim does. And I love him for everything else he does, but I'm not going to even bother trying to understand why he does it. I'm just going to accept that he does it. And I think that's a really big key in your relationship. You do not have to agree on everything, right? You do not have to understand why your girlfriend or your or your wife or your boyfriend, or your husband, why they do something. You just have to accept it if it's something that's not um, something that's driving a big stake or big problem in your relationship. So understand the difference between understanding and acceptance or understand the concept of understanding and acceptance and and that will probably make your relationship go a long, a much longer way when you think of it that way, that there's a huge difference between being okay with something and understanding why somebody is doing it, okay? Number 10, two more. This one for a lot of people is tough, but I'm gonna say it anyway. It took me a long time to get to this, but I think it's really, really key, is to admit when you're wrong and shut the hell up when you're right. Okay. So when you're wrong about something, just admit it. Cause you know, you're wrong, right? Like when I'm wrong, like I know I'm wrong and I may keep talking and trying to get out of it, but I know that I'm wrong. So do you. So when you're wrong, just admit you're wrong because you know, you're wrong. Your partner knows you're wrong. Probably anybody listening to your conversation knows you're wrong. So just admit it way, 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 way easier. Now, the converse of that is that when you know you're right, don't gloat. It's good enough to just know that you're right. And when your partner realizes that you're right, there's no reason to gloat about it, right? Just don't say anything. Just shut up, okay? On the very, 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 very rare times I've been right in my relationship where uh, my wife has been wrong, the key there is just to be quiet. Because you're only going to make it worse if you say something if you're already right. So when you're wrong, admit it. When you're right, don't say anything. That is tip number uh, 10. All right, my final tip for you is life is way too short for all of us. There are too many awesome things in our lives. So what I'm going to suggest to you in this last tip is don't be upset about something that's not gonna matter in five years. There's not, there's no reason to be upset about something that's not gonna matter in five years, right? So if you're with somebody and they forget to empty the dishwasher, well, is that gonna matter in five years? Probably not. So there's no reason to get that upset about it. You might get annoyed, might get miffed, you know, but. There's no reason to get to like, just lose your shit over that, right? Conversely, if, you know, you're with someone and, you know, 
you're in a relationship and you're married and they have sex with their secretary, well, yeah, that that is going to matter in five years and that is a big deal and, and you should lose your shit over something like that. But 90% of the stuff out there is is stuff that's probably not going to matter in five years and it's not worth getting upset about. And, and really, I really do think that one of the keys to making your life epic is being able to reduce your stress levels and really being able to reduce the things that drive you nuts and drive you crazy. So think about it when something comes up and think like, you know what, is this going to matter in, in five years? Like in five years, am I even going to remember this? Am I going to care about this? And if you're not, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't get that upset about it if you could avoid it. It's just not worth it. It's not worth your time. So I hope these tips have been helpful. I'm recording this in my wife's new car, um, sitting in my driveway at uh, eight o'clock at night on a Sunday night. I was uh, really excited to put these tips down because I've been thinking about um, not just my relationship, but some other people's relationships recently. And it was just thinking about like, okay, what are the, what, what would be some of the key tips that I'd want to give people? So really at the end of the day, I really do think that relationships, you know, they can be easy. You know, they can be really easy if you're willing to do the work and your, and your motives are, are righteous and are clear and, and are honorable. Like if you're, if you're in a relationship for the right reason, so you're not just in it for sex or because, you know, the girl looks super hot or whatever. Like if you're in it for the right reasons because you like the person or maybe you love the person, you see a future with them. Well, then then relationships can be really easy, but you're gonna have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to take these tips to heart and really work on your relationship that way. And relationships really, they're meant to be awesome, right? So they're meant to be awesome. I walk around and I see people and I see great examples of relationships all the time. And I see, you know, the other day I saw this old couple who were biking and they were, you know, you could tell that they were in love. They were smiling at each other. They're riding their bikes next to each other. And they must've been, you know, 80 something years old or whatever. And that's, that's just cool, right? Like you could tell it that they have a good relationship. So relationships, I think really are meant to be awesome. And if you're in a relationship, that's awesome. Hey, more power to you. Email me, tell me about it. Um, I'd love to hear about it. And, and, and not only relationships meant to be awesome, but you, my friend, are meant to be in an awesome relationship because you're an awesome person. So don't take anything less than that. You know, make sure that you're in a relationship that is deserving of how awesome you are and make sure that, um, that your partner is treating you in the way that you deserve to be treated because you are awesome. So that's it. So that's the podcast for tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, love it. If you could leave a review on iTunes for the show. And then also if you ever, have show ideas or you want to email me or even maybe you want to be a guest on my show, uh, I would love that. You can always email me at jim at epicalday.com, jim at epicalday.com. And I will talk to you soon. Hope you have a fantastic week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you want more information, check out my website at jimsimco.com, J-I-M-S-I-M as in Mary, C-O-E, for more updates and some free guides to help you make your life epic. With that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks.